when we have the discernment and we have the the guidance to give, but we have nothing to give, how do you actually act upon this discernment? How do you act upon the guidance? You having less doesn't give someone else more. December 25th, 2018, it was our first Christmas in our new million dollar home. I checked all the boxes that promised me real freedom. I had a booming business, raving fans, money, assets, and yet I was still sitting there on the couch pretending that I was watching that Christmas movie with my family while I was choking down the poison of anxiety. I still felt like that desperate kid who would take her clothes off for money, the kid who nearly overdosed to try to prove her worth to her friends, the kid that got pregnant at 19. I felt stuck, like I was stuck in the sands of time. I did all the right things, all the things that promised me freedom, and it didn't add up. I realized a few things. I was still checking someone else's box. This was going to be an inside job, and I would do whatever it took to never feel that way again. Consider this podcast the rebranded, revamped, cool-ass version of Alternative School. Alternative School for the Unruly Entrepreneur. This is for the innovators, the creators, the world changers, the service-minded, and those who want the details on how to create a business that really, truly, finally, fucking sets you free. I'm your host, Andrea Crowder, and welcome to the Unruly Entrepreneur Podcast. Let's go to the show. Hi, Andrea. It's Natasha. I just listened to your podcast with Catherine Zankina the other day, and you broke down the concept of deserving and worthiness, and you helped me overcome that in very short amount of time. And I'm so grateful for that. And I was thinking about it, like, now that I realize it's not a matter of deserving, it's a matter of whether or not it's available, I realized fairness is also a concept that I learned in childhood that I think kind of is also out of control. You know, like if everyone can't have one, then you can't give one to Susie. And so what I've um, become nervous about is like, even though I realize I deserve it, it's available. I can have it because it's available. Um, what do I do about the fact that somebody else might feel like it should have been available to them instead? And I'm such a people pleaser. I think I've been keeping my abundance at bay to please others. Wow. That's really sad, but I'm glad I said it out loud. And if you've got something that can help me overcome this, please, universe almighty. Thank you so much, Andrea. Uh, wishing you all the best. Um, sending you lots of amazing vibes because that's all you attract, of course. Love you. Great, great question. Okay. So, uh, Courage Molina, Pastor Courage Molina was just on the podcast and, um, that would be a great episode for you to listen to if you haven't already, but let's talk about fairness. So, when we think, one of the things that Courage, is, Courage said is 
God's children are God's children, and it's not my job to parent them. It's God's job to parent them. (laughs) And that was something that really stuck out with me where I'm like, yes, let God parent his own children and stop thinking like it's my job to save them all, right? Because don't we all know that some of the biggest gifts in life are the gifts that we learn when we go through struggle? And so for us to say it's our job that if we're blessed that everybody else gets that blessing, we're actually taking the opportunity for them to learn the lessons and for them to get their hands in the mud and get dirty and to like sort through life. We're not in this life for things to just be fair and for things to be given to us. We're here to sort, sort, learn, experience, and expand. And I look at that, you might think that's giving, and I would suggest that's actually taking, You're taking those lessons, you're taking that ability for them to get their hands dirty, for them to have that satisfaction of the win. That satisfaction of the win goes away when it's just been given. And one of the things that I've always promised myself as a mother is I will not take the opportunity from my children for them to be hungry because if you guys are in my program called Underdog, our hun- our hunger is our edge. Our hunger is our energy. Our hunger is our hunger is that drive. The hunger is that like desire for experience, the desire to show ourselves that we can go from here to here, that we can have nothing and then have something. The the experience of taking a vision in the in our imagination and pulling it into the reality somehow and then sorting through that and figuring it out. And what we're looking at is we're seeing people in the middle of their figuring out journey and we're seeing the struggle or the suffering that we're in. And we're like, well, let me just take that from them by giving. uh, I'm giving, I'm saving. It's a savior complex almost actually. It's not people pleasing, it's savior complex. In fact, it's stealing, it's theft. (laughs) So... Here's where discernment comes into place. People are giving too automatically. I used to be one of them. And so now it's coming back and using discernment. Like how do you, what does your knowingness feel like to you and your body? And are you using discernment? Are you stepping back and asking for guidance as to whether it is your role to step in and like fill in that puzzle piece for someone. If someone is sitting there trying to build a puzzle and you see the piece that goes in, you already know which one it is because you've done that puzzle a million times, but this is their first and they're just going through and they're like, oh, it's not that one. Oh, it's not that one. Oh, it's not that one. How fun is it? How satisfying is it for you to actually walk over, pick up the piece, give it to them and say, it's this one. And then they put it into place and it's like, it loses the satisfaction of when it clicks. They don't get the satisfaction of the click, of the puzzle piece going in. We've stolen the satisfaction of the click by trying to fairly distribute gifts to people. Do you see what I'm saying? How fairness and unconscious giving is actually stealing that satisfaction of the click for them. It might be that your discernment says, yes, the other day, you know, my dad's been struggling with like car issues for a while. I've mentioned, I think I mentioned that on Courage's podcast. And the other day I was guided to just um, sell him money. I haven't done that before, but my discernment said, send him this amount exactly. So I sent him that amount exactly and he got his car fixed. Was I to send it to him before? My discernment was a no. And how did I know? I felt power collapsing in my body versus power expanding in my body. 
my power felt expanded in my body when I thought about having given it to him this time, but before it felt like a collapsation. So it wasn't time and maybe it never was to be, it doesn't matter. But the thing is, is that I'm using my discernment. I'm sitting back and asking, when is it my karma to meddle? <laughs> and I wouldn't even say meddling then. I, then I would say like, well, in this case, I'm actually putting two puzzle pieces together and then they're going to get the next one or something, right? Like it's all going to go into a chain reaction and there it's meant to be a co-creation of the puzzle versus me just figuring it out for them because I've done it a million times. So like, do we have karma for me to, for me to, or we can even use the metaphor of like a key and a lock. Like, do you have a lock? Do I have the key for it? If I have the key in my hand, then it's correct for me to use the key to unlock the lock. But if I have to, mm, how do I want to say that differently actually? No, I say, I'm like figuring this out. Uh, the metaphor is like being downloaded as I'm talking to you guys. But yeah, like if the key exists in my hand, then the, of course I'm going to use it for their lock, right? Because it's in my hand and it's there to be given. And so most people are perceiving that like it should be in my hand and I should be able to unlock that lock simply just because I want to see that person get through this. I want things to, I want their life to be easier. I want their life to be more fair. Like I love that you care about people. And if that's deeply true, then use your discernment in how you show up to care about people. I'm really good at this in business. I'm getting better in my personal relationships, right? Where it's like my children and like family members and and all of that, that um, sometimes I've been more unconscious as to when um, I'm taking things on for people simply because I can versus am I using my discernment and is it correct for me? Is it correct? Do we have karma for me to step in and say, here's where I can help? Because most of the time when we think we're helping, we're actually not. And don't we feel fucking resentful then later on when we try to offer someone someone's help? And it's like, it's like you're giving someone iron that's not actually deficient in iron. And then we're upset that they're not feeling energized by the iron. And instead, they're actually feeling depleted by the iron because they didn't actually really need our iron. They needed fucking calcium and we gave them iron because we weren't using our discernment. And so now they're like a little bit weighed down and they're still not getting what they needed because they needed calcium the whole time. And here we are thinking that we're helping and we gave them this gift and they're not either using it, they're not getting the results, they're not appreciative, and then we're resentful. And then what did we actually give them in the end? We gifted resentment. That's not very nice. That's not very fair. That's how I feel about fairness. The other thing that occurs to me to say on this subject is I, you know, I was eating out a lot with a friend who really, really struggles with the idea of wasting. And the common thought is, is that there are people starving somewhere. So I have to eat all of this. And I was talking to Dr. Connolly, the founder of RRT about this. And he's like, so basically they're competing with the trash can because you can't eat all of this unless you're actually going to take your leftovers and then go give it to a homeless person, in which case like nobody's wasting because the person who's starving is actually getting fed. You eating more doesn't give someone else more. But you also having less doesn't give someone else more either. You being in a financially compromised state or um, compromised in blessings, you can't give from overflow if there is no overflow. So you having more 
you having less for the sake of other people feeling like at least they can relate to you <laughs> doesn't actually help them. Where, where can we actually help someone if we're in a constantly compromised state? When we have the discernment and we have the, the guidance to give, but we have nothing to give, how do you actually act upon this discernment? How do you act upon the guidance? You having less doesn't give someone else more. Thank you so much for reaching out. I really hope that supported you. Please send me a DM on Instagram and let me know if that helped. And if that helped you, like whether you're the person who asked the question or not, please send me a DM or leave a, leave a comment. Uh, I never ask you guys to do this. I always forget. But like, will you rate this podcast? Will you write a review for us? Will you share this episode? Will you go onto social and share this episode? If you found value in this, please sharing is caring. Love you. And I hope you guys have a very, very beautiful day.